Hi everyone, welcome to Bad Examples. Woo! I'm Tracy. And I'm Jessica. And we were on Style Network's reality shows Jerseylicious and Glam Fairy, which followed Jessica as a makeup artist and me as a hairstylist. So obviously you may think that this whole podcast is going to be about beauty, but you would be wrong. Mm -hmm. We are going to talk about everything from love to relationships to sex to just being a hoe. (laughs) We are your new go-to girls for everything bad. All right, guys, so we had such good response and feedback from the divorce episode that we decided that we need to dig deeper into this and we need to get a professional because as skilled as Dolores was, she's immortal and we needed a divorce (laughs) god. So we called in the big guns and we got a heavy-duty divorce Divorce lawyer. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no joke. Uh, Jessica, go ahead. (laughs) thoughts comments concerns i'm super excited to talk to nancy horta she is a divorce attorney um who is so badass and takes no shit um so she's gonna tell us everything we need to know and we got questions from you guys we're gonna ask her everything so i because i know nothing about this like how does it even work there's a lot of rules you even like it's just even annoying to get divorced this is the like the the process you have to go through yeah and it's fucking long and you you want somebody you could trust along this long ass road with you you like dump a boyfriend you just want to be fucking done right but it's easy to dump a boyfriend because you dump him and you're like bye bye send your friends into my dms it's a little different when you're divorcing somebody (laughs) that's what's natural that's how it always should be like why did they make divorce so so fucking difficult because they want less marriages to happen yes but (laughs) that's why people don't get married because they're scared of divorce well let me tell you let me give you some stats okay researchers estimate that 45 to 50 percent of all marriages will end in divorce or permanent separation okay although divorce has been a part of american society divorce has been more common in the last 50 years so just think about it. We're we're gonna do a bridal episode and be like, yeah, you're ready, blah blah blah. And then right after, of those people, <laughs> like right after, we're gonna post the divorce episode. <laughs> those odds are not good. Those are not good odds. You oh, should, all should be rethinking this shit. Like it's just flipping a coin, pretty much. You know? Yeah, it's fifty fifty basically. You're like heads or tails. I'm getting divorced. In the United States, there's one divorce approximately every thirty six seconds. Every 36 seconds there's a divorce? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how many people are in this world that that's even leaving anything for married people. Oh, someone just lost their husband. Oh. Oh, someone's wife is fucking the mailman. <laughs> oh, pool boy down. <laughs> pool boy down. <laughs> yep. So, you know, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I, I it's, It is. It's crazy. And, it, and it's really why people should, you know, it, I guess society like celebrities get married they meet somebody and then you know in, in a few weeks they also get married. divorced so fast but they also get divorced but it, like it makes people think like hey i can do that you know what i mean like maybe we should all take a second and like really um think about it i mean it's a little it. late for us but the rest I, of you i'm really reconsidering but i guess now i'm like shit now you're gonna be a statistic like i almost want to tell my husband like do you know how hard this is gonna be to get divorced <laughs> like we gotta figure it That's out such a dick move <laughs> All right, so this, I think, is really interesting. About three out of every four people divorced will remarry. Okay. Okay. So Three out of four. That's a good statistic. That's a good statistic. People still having hope. Yeah. Like, I think that's really nice. Like, they don't, you know, because... They're not salty. When you think of, like, divorce, like, oh, the bitter divorcee. But no, they're all fucking finding love again. 
That's great. You know what? A lot of people have told <gasps> New me. New reality show? The Divorcee. The Divorcee. <laughs> Finding love again. Oh, my God. <laughs> if anybody picks it. that up, we want the credit on yeah, that. Yeah. No, I want to By the way. Shit. Yeah. Um, I'll give you full rights if yeah. you crazy can be like, <laughs> and what do you think of this divorcee? Divorcees. If fucking divorce was easy, it's going through the drive through at McDonald's and getting I mean, everyone a, would a dry, get a drive through divorce. That's <laughs> yeah. what would happen. It would be, you know, divorce R us. And, and you just drive and right then through. I don't think you'd pick have up your this. paperwork. Yeah. Go go right through and say, I'll have That's, it. There would um, be way too many weddings in this world. I'll have a divorce today with a side of yeah. curly fries. Curly fries. <laughs> Can you imagine? And also the big screen TV. Can you add that on yeah. to my order? Please. I'll also take the couch. Also take the dining room table. And the dog. <laughs> Please throw the dog in there. <laughs> oh my God, they should do that. Who gets the dog? Yeah. My friend Becca, her sister, okay, has, they're not divorced. They're just separated dated a long time. They, oh. Right? But they had a dog together. Oh, see, that's like having kids. Tracy, every three months, the dog's like 16 now. I mean, they've had this dog since like forever. Every three months, he goes from one house to the other. Yes. Spends holidays. Yes. He's, the dog splits holidays. Sniffy. Sniffy splits the holidays. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a hashtag. It's a, they've figured out co-parenting. It's amazing. That's so fun. And they're good about it. They're so good. Wow. They both love this dog. And like, they both live on opposite sides of the country and they literally co-parent Wait, they this ship dog. this dog back and forth? <laughs> oh, get out of here. No, they don't, they don't plane it. I don't oh. know what they do. But yeah, this dog literally spends half the time like with each of them and it's, and it's amazing. And I'm like, could you imagine just seeing an ex-boyfriend that much that no. just shows up at your door for with snippy? your dog? Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, no thanks. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so one in seven married people have contemplated divorce because of their partner's social media activity. I mean, oh, that's, that's ridiculous. Crazy. That's, that's so crazy. crazy. That's so ridiculous. One in five people feel uneasy about their relationship after discovering something on their partner's Facebook account. Facebook. Like maybe talking to an ex, I get. Yeah, like that would be reasons of. But this is removal. what people are doing with their social media. Facebook is the number one source for online divorce. Okay, eighty-one percent of divorce attorneys have used or encountered evidence obtained from social media. Wow. So social media is destroying this world. Destroying this fucking world. Fourteen percent of adults say they look through their partner's social media accounts for uh, in evidence of infidelity. Wow. And we've all done that, right? I mean, I guess I even even when I'm not stalking to be stalking, yeah. I'm like, you end up finding something. <laughs> yeah, You're like, around. oh, I didn't know about this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like there are super sensitive people like people message me all the time and they're like, um, do you know Corey follows like all these like model Instagram models? And I'm like, OK, like, Ooh, guess what? They shook. exist. Oh, like I can't believe like he thinks they're pretty. What an animal. Like, who cares? <laughs> like there are girls that are like, you can't follow her. Like who? She's hot. Let him look like what's the difference? Like he's looking anyway. What is the difference? My question is like, so okay. you're going to only have his boys on there? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. If Corey comments on a, a Instagram model's picture, no. hot, and puts five emojis. No, I'm wait, not down for the commenting. Wait, but I'm listen, not into the commenting. I agree. But like, let's say you go to divorce and you bring this to a lawyer. Now, are they printing out actual paperwork that shows fire like emojis? Like booty shots yeah, and fire like emojis. emojis? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's they like, amazing. This is what we have against you. It's this like, is the evidence we've attained is a uh, yeah. big booty injection and a fire emoji. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's just that's weird. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Like, I think that's how it works. Like, they can just nail you for anything. Yeah, well, then when you give, when you set yourself up for failure, you're giving them all the evidence you need. Like, Whoa. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not commenting on like hot guys of Instagram being like, <laughs> wow, so hot. Like, I think the only person I've ever commented on is like Ryan Phillippe's page. And I literally wrote, he's still got it. <laughs> like, but like, he's fucking unattainable. He's a celebrity. Like, I'm not commenting on like Insta models. I feel like, you know, it takes so much. Like, even my friends will post something and it takes so much work to like write a comment. But like, also you're, you're aware of when you're writing it. You're like, you know what yes. you're doing. You should not be doing. So you're, you it's just your body not caring. Like, you just don't care. I don't like the comments either on Instagram. I don't I mind you if said, you're looking. Yeah. You want to follow these hot girls? Sure, I follow them too. Sometimes they're inspiration. I love the hair. I love the yeah. makeup. I love where they get their whatevers. Like, I think it's cool. But then once you're commenting, then you're looking for the attention because you want her to see your comment All and day. either respond or follow you back. And then it gets sticky. Then I'm not into it. Mm -hmm. But like, I you don't mind if guys... That's what social media is there for. It's all looking. It's all pictures. I mean... Okay, okay. This is good. Men, <laughs> I fucking tell you this all the time. Like, having kids does not mean they don't they don't stop men. They will never stop men. No, They're, you could. There's men that look for pregnant bitches. Like, yes. kids are not stopping men. That's a fucking fetish. We look at it from a women's point of view because for us, we're like, oh shit. Like, if a man you're dating has kids, like, okay, that's baggage. Yeah, because so I'm taking care of him. Yeah, then so, I'm gonna end up right, taking care so of him. That's differently. We, that's what we think about men. Are, don't look at a girl and go, oh, she's got kids. They think, oh, she's got a cute ass. Like, yeah, she's got cute ass. Kids come with it, but it's really hot ass. Yeah, hot ass first, kids second. It's yeah. just how they operate. So don't be intimidated by, you know, thinking, oh, I, I can't start over. I have kids. I have baggage. It's not a real fucking thing. I don't think Men don't guys care. really care. No. They just really don't care because regardless, you're still having sex with them, whether you have kids or not. It's very easy. Men are very simple. They're simple creatures. They're simple creatures. It's A, B, and C, and that is all that, that exists up there. I'm going to tell you about a really cool phenomenon. Those between the age of 54 and 64, right? The divorce rate has quadrupled over the last 30 years, and they're calling this phenomenon the gray divorce. The gray divorce? Wow. Way to fucking hammer that nail. <laughs> oh, my God. If you don't feel bad about yourself getting divorced at 60, why don't we call it the gray divorce and make you into a category of just gray people? You go to the uh, attorney. You're like, yes, me and my six-year-old husband are getting divorced. Oh, so sorry to hear about, sorry your, to gray hear divorce. about your gray divorce. <laughs> In 2011, a 99-year-old Italian man divorced his 96-year-old wife because she had an affair in the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is fucking gold to me because she had an affair in the 40s. He just found out about it. How? Probably Facebook. Seriously? And like, imagine? she would have got away with it. But stupid fucking social media screwed over this woman's like 70 year marriage. The couple's now preparing to split despite the ties they have forged over nearly eight decades. Five children, a dozen grandchildren, and one this? great grandchild. I bet you Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg, get your fucking shit together. <laughs> we need an anti cheating proof. Facebook, platform. yeah, platform that we can work off. If you're getting 90 year olds divorced over here, like it's not fair. The couple is going to set a new record for oldest couple seeking divorce previously held by a British couple who are both 98 years old. That's phenomenal. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. Goals. We have to get them on the show. Yeah, let's call them the gray. Divorce. They're going to be like, it was all because of Facebook. I can't. <laughs> With their cane and their one tooth left. It was his status. He put <laughs> he a posted. Stat, he posted a status about that booty in the 30s. <laughs> Booty's not like it was in the 40s. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you the best fact, the best fact of the day. Right, we'll end me. on this. Hit me. Men 
take longer time to move on and get remarried after a divorce. This is this is what happens. When a guy breaks up with a girl, divorce, breakup, it doesn't matter, he immediately goes out and hangs out with his boys. Then afterwards, he realizes, wow, I messed up. Then he goes into the crying phase, and then he goes into the will you take me back phase. Girls go right into the crying phase, get it out of the way. Then they go into the I'm going to be okay. Then they go out with their friends, and that's the cherry that puts us right over the edge where you can't get us back. <laughs> that's the difference because men go the backwards. Is back. The, the, the men go is backwards. Back. Yep. They get too much confidence up front, and then they start like doubting themselves, and then they come crawling back. The girls get over it right away. We put ourselves through shit, cry, shout, yell, break shit. Then we go out with our friends and be like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. If they were on the same schedule as us, they may be able to get us back. No. Who, who Do you know who the shortest celebrity marriage is? I want to say it's Kim and Chris, but I don't think it is. I think there's one recently that was quicker. Kim and Chris, how many days? You 76. 72. 72. Okay. Look at you. I know things. I know things. Useless things. I'm a fucking Snapple fact, but I know things. Britney Spears Britney. holds the shortest celebrity marriage. Her union with Jason Alexander. Who the fuck is that? I think he's really hot. Is that guy from Seinfeld? No. no. That, is also, that is also Jason Alexander, but I'm pretty sure Britney's is hot. Let's look him up. We're going <laughs> to post a picture on bad examples. It lasted only 56 hours before it was annulled. Wasn't it a Vegas one? Was it a Vegas one? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure. But anyway, I think he's really hot. I'm pretty sure I remembered this going down and being like, wow, he's, he's cute. The Real Housewives franchise has an overall divorce rate of 35%. Well, yeah, because they're literally... Don't even get me started. Forget <laughs> I'm not even going to go into it. But they're on the show promoting all the things they have. And like they're opening up their husbands to these girls who yep. are like, I want those things. And it, they're more susceptible to getting hit on because they're, you're putting your husband out there. I mean... If a homewrecker stole your spouse, okay... Mm -hmm. You, in the following states, you can sue them. Hawaii. Everyone write this down. No, if you live this. Hawaii. Oahu. Illinois. New Mexico. North Carolina. Mississippi. South Dakota. And Utah. Of course, Utah. So, if a home-wrecking hoe steals your steals man. Steals your man. You sue her motherfucking ass. Sue that bitch. Don't just fucking, like... Fucking post shit on like you know social media like this hoe and like post like messages that are are intended to her. What do you call that? When what? you when you like post stuff that you mean to like direct towards somebody else. Intentional posts. What are you talking about? <laughs> passive aggressive. Thank oh, you. passive aggressive. Intentional post. Intentional post. Passive. Don't be passive aggressive. Just fucking sue them. Would you oh. not do that? Yeah. If I lived in Hawaii, I would be like. I'm about to move to Hawaii just to sue some hoe because uh, why, why not? not? That's been why my not? lifelong dream. So hey, if you're visiting Hawaii, question, if you're visiting Hawaii and your husband has an affair while you're in Hawaii, can you home wreck that hoe? What if you're visiting Hawaii and you fall in love with Hawaiian and Ooh, they is he the home wrecking hoe? And they're can now can they sue you? Well, that's it's very very complicated. We should know this. Yeah, we should know this before we brought it up. But that's fine, guys. You know what? You homework, homework. <laughs> Google it. They call legal teams call it alien alienation of affection. Ooh. Whoa, that's pretty aggressive. And last but not least, the latest trend in divorce is to throw a divorce party. Which oh my I god, Jessica. Love. Wait, 
Jessica texted me these pictures of this woman who had a fucking divorce photo shoot burning her husband's photo. Wait, what else did she have? The pictures Wait, we were dying or laughing at so loud. I couldn't believe it. She had like a full blown photo shoot in the park. It was like, like her the same as you would to get engagement pictures. Yeah, like your engagement <laughs> pictures, but it was all divorce. She had like happy divorce balloons, like whatever it was. I was like, is this real life? But there was um there was a uh, somebody told me this that they were on a flight and a bunch of drunk older women got on the flight and they all had t-shirts that said uh, one the one said I'm getting divorced and it said the divorce crew and her and her <laughs> friends took her away on a trip like you would a bachelorette party to celebrate the divorce and they were all fucked up like joke like laughing and so loud on the plane and but nobody said anything because we were they were all like let her live like she's finally divorced don't you feel like if your friend gets divorced this is what they deserve like everyone if you know have a friend that's getting divorced throw them a divorce well, like, party if if like if it's not sad i think yeah do you know what i mean like maybe not a divorce party for a sad divorce but like if he's a dick and he fucks a hundred women yes. behind your back have a divorce party get her a cake get her balloons get her dick straws get her out there uh, have a divorce party get the matching shirts i love this tray the girls got the divorce papers the in the photo shoot in one hand and the other hand a sign that says i wish you the best but you already had it right <laughs> I was thinking of that's so good she's she's stomping on the fucking she picture. literally it's a picture of her heel cracking the glass of the framed picture of them it's epic <laughs> she's got her wedding shoes and one thing is established. Are so funny 2016 the other shoes is done 2019 done 2019 I mean, and she's smiling the biggest kool-aid <laughs> smile she has in her pocket she's look so at her happy. she's so happy <laughs> these pictures were hysterical and i was like you know what if he does you wrong and you want to celebrate, you're finally done. Like that's hysterical and kind of weirdly empowering. <laughs> all right. Let's talk to Nancy because I think she's going to have a lot to say about all of this. I mean, yeah. Shut us down while you Shut can. Shut us Nance. down. Let's, let's go to commercial first and let's get Nancy on the phone and let's drill her with the really hard questions that everyone wants to know, like about divorce. Yeah. You know, free legal advice. So quick story. I was working a late night and I didn't have a chance to get a break, and I was starving, and I was texting Denny, and I'm like, Denny, I'm so hungry. And when I got home, he had surprised me, and he made me one of my vegetarian HelloFreshes. And that is what's so beautiful about HelloFresh, is that anybody can do it. It is so simple. I mean, they give you step-by-step -step instructions. You can't screw it up. You know, and he didn't have to like look in the refrigerator, figure out what to make me. It was all right there for him to do. And I really think if I didn't have a HelloFresh, I probably would have starved to death that night. Break out of your dinner up with HelloFresh's 20 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week. There's something for everyone from family recipes to calorie smart to vegetarian and fun menus like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. HelloFresh is flexible and fits your lifestyle, just like what happened to me. You can add extra meals to your weekly order, as well as add yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. And it's easy to change your delivery dates, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need. I do this all the time. HelloFresh comes right to your door, pre-packaged all these fresh, amazing ingredients. you got to try it for yourself. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com backslash bad examples 80 and enter bad examples 80 80 dollars off your first month of hellofresh go to hellofresh.com 
backslash badexamples80 and enter code badexamples80. It's like receiving eight meals free. You get $20 off your first four boxes. How is something that is so good like alcohol so bad when it's warm? Like warm, hot booze is the worst. And that is why we love and appreciate Brewmate. Brewmate's stylish insulated drinkware is designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long. Whatever your taste in beer, wine, or spirits, Brewmate makes sure every sip is the perfect temp. So Tracy has the Wine Insulator Uncorked Gift Set Bundle. The Wine Insulator fits a full bottle of wine. And the gift bundle comes with wine glasses. And the wine glasses have a splash-proof lid and are available in 30 colors. Think about it, guys. You want pink. You want blue. You want to be cool like Tracy and get marble. You want sleek matte black. They have it all. And it's the perfect gift for the wine lover in your life. Speaking of gifts, I got Denny the Hopsolator Trio, okay? The Hopsolator is a patented three-in-one insulated stainless steel canned cooler. So it fits 16 and 12-ounce cans. So perfect for beer lovers. And my husband loves this thing. He literally brings it everywhere. We went away last week and he packed it for himself. I prefer my Hopsolator Slim, which obviously is perfect for your White Claws, your Michelob Ultras, your Red Bulls, and any Spike Seltzer for you basic bitches. Guys, don't settle for warm alcohol. Chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with Brewmate. Visit Brewmate.com and add code BADEXAMPLES to get 15% off your first order. That's 15% off your first order when you go to B-R-U-M-A-T-E dot com and enter code BADEXAMPLES. No matter what you're drinking, Brewmate is there for you. Go to Brewmate.com and enter code BADEXAMPLES for 15% off. You know, this is a really great episode to talk about BetterHelp because... You know, even something like divorce, which you don't really think twice about, oh, my friend's going through a divorce, it can be freaking hard. And sometimes, you know, you feel alone in this battle. So BetterHelp is there for you. BetterHelp is online counseling. Connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. And it's so convenient. You can literally get help right now. Do it on your own time at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions plus chat and text with a therapist. And BetterHelp has licensed professional counselors who are specialized in everything. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, family conflicts. And anything you share is confidential. If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time at no additional charge. There's over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across 50 states and available worldwide. And think about it. Every kind of communication mode you could want. Text, chat, phone, video. And communication starts in under 24 hours. I mean, sometimes you really, really need somebody. And, you know, Picking up your insurance book and trying to figure out that way, it takes forever and you never know who you're getting. Start communicating in under 24 hours. And what's beautiful is financial aid is available for those that qualify. Secure, convenient, professional, affordable. Best of all, it's truly an affordable option. Get 10% off your first month with discount code BADEXAMPLES. So why not start today? Go to BetterHelp.com slash bad examples simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you love that's betterhelp.com slash bad examples hey all you true crime fans this is mike ferguson and this is mike morph 
and we'd like to invite you to listen to our podcast, Criminology. Launched in 2017, we've covered a variety of strange cases from murders to missing persons. Some of the cases are ones you may not have heard of. Other cases we cover are some of the most historic in true crime. There are 200 episodes of Criminology available to binge on right now, and new episodes come out every Saturday night. Subscribe to Criminology today, wherever you listen to your podcast. On Oops! The Podcast, join me, comedian Julio Gallerati, as I examine everyday life, the mistakes, the bad decisions, the goals, the jokes, the social engagements, and all things in between. I'm joined every week by producer and personal confidant, Ryan Lynch, various other comedians for witty, candid, and intoxicating conversation. Our listeners love Oops! for sophisticated banter, aka your mom could listen, and many feel like they're in the room with us chopping it up with old pals. You can find every episode of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. If you're looking for a fun way to pass the time while engaging your brain and enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story, then your answer is Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a casual game anyone can play, but it's made for adults. I'm addicted to this game, I'm not going to lie. I'm on level like 50 now. (laughs) It's just great because anywhere you are, you can just play. And it's fun and it's got these cute little creatures and characters. And my next goal in this game is to compete against Tracy because I know she plays too. and I know we can compete against each other, but I'm a little intimidated because last time she came here, I was stuck on a level and she literally whipped my ass. Like she was like, oh, here, let me do it. And meanwhile, I tried to beat this level like 20 million times. It's pretty much a puzzle game, and it literally is updated monthly with new levels and events, so it never gets old. 100 million downloads globally and does not require internet to play. Great for traveling, play anywhere, the plane, the subway, the doctor's office. That's my favorite. I'm sitting there giggling like a hyena, and people are just staring at me so angry because they've been waiting for 45 minutes doing nothing. Download for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best fiends. Yeah, why not try it? You can download it for free and play against me. Download for free on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best fiends. Okay, guys, so excited to have on the show um, a real person <laughs> that, I can't. that knows what they're talking about. Um, and she's actually an old friend of mine. She's my one of my sorority sisters. And I can't even believe I know someone like this important in my life. Like this it makes smart. Me, yeah, this smart. It makes me feel so cool. My friend Nancy Murray Horta. She Good is morning. a divorce attorney. Yes. And she just came <laughs> from court, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the first time in the past three years since I became a mom that someone referred to me as a real person. So all of that yeah. just made my day. Wonderful. <laughs> like, Days being made all over the place. Like Tracy, right? We, I was like, oh, um, you know, she's in court this morning. And yeah, we she was like, oh my God, she has like court this morning. You know, like she's a real person. Like she's a real lawyer. And I was like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> How'd it go? How'd it court go? Uh, it went fantastic. Um, you know, it's one of the best parts of my job is that people come to me and their lives are kind of broken and they're in a bad place. And then, you know, I can tell them one thing and that's if they stick with me like a year from now, they'll be in a better place. It may not be perfect, but we'll get you to a better place. And that's why I love my job. So I got to tell you, it's amazing you did this. Like you became this because like you were no bullshit in college. Like I was scared of you. So like <laughs> if I'm looking for someone to represent me against my husband, like you are the go to 
bad bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not easily intimidated. Yes, no. Intimidated by me, and I feel like that's so weird because I don't. I don't know. I don't feel intimidated. No, you like you are sweet and a very nice person, but like I'm not crossing you. No. <laughs> well, I can't. Well, hey, right back at you, right? Like, you know, you have to be strong. You every every woman should be like that. Yeah, very, very true. How long have you been a divorce attorney for? Uh, about give or take ten years. I started my career working at the Bergen County Courthouse as a law clerk, and so I still have lots of friends over there. It's a wonderful place, and um, I've been in private practice for about four years now. Wow. wow. And you said you work exclusively in family law, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So a lot of attorneys, you know, you come across people and they're like, yeah, I'm a lawyer. I do law stuff. Like all I do is divorce, family law, adoption, custody, child support. I don't do taxes. I don't do real estate. I don't muddle in anything else. I'm just a boutique family law practice. It is exclusive. You, know, you don't go to a dentist for open heart surgery. And this is the most important right. thing for your family. So. Very, very, very true. Um, what I'm just curious, like, what made you interested in in this part of you know law? I sort of fell into it. I've always wanted to be a lawyer, like since I was. My mom actually told me I wanted to be a lawyer when I was four. So I guess that she planted the seed, and I just always wanted to do this. Um, but I fell into the family law aspect when I was in law school. I clerked for a judge as an intern in Bergen County, and he asked me back as a law clerk. And he happened to be in the family division. So I just kind of fell into it and I really liked it and I'm good at it. So I kept at it. It's very beneficial to have. It's something that everyone is going to need, unfortunately, sometime, whether it's, you know, any range of what you do from all the family. There's just so much family drama from one person to the next. And I feel like that's what everybody needs is somebody who's exclusive to this and only does that. And that's why I feel like that you're the best that we need to tab you. Well, thank you very much. But it's also, you know, I hope that um, one of the positive things that I do, one of the things that I think is so important to know for your listeners is it's you don't have to be like in a situation where the cops are coming to your house or you're fighting over who takes the kids for Thanksgiving in order to like use me or someone like me as a resource because mm -hmm. – you know, especially women, and I, I help a lot of men too. Really, I, I don't focus on women or men, but I ha I tend to uh, work with a lot more women just because. And um, a lot of women don't have, like, they aren't empowered with the knowledge of what they're entitled to or how this process works. And then they're scared of pulling the trigger if they're in an unhappy situation. So, you know, like you don't have to be at the at the cusp at the, on the brink of divorce to come and access me and say, just tell me, you know, how would this play out? So that this way, when you're having a fight, instead of saying, like, I'm going to stay here in an unfortunate situation, just, you know, you see know what your what options are. And cons are. You know, yeah. You can make an informed decision. You can be there because you want to be. And that's how everyone's family life should be. So, that's so it's a, good to, you know, keep me in my pot in your pocket. For yes. That I was, so that's a great way because I think a lot of women are like, at what point do I seek, you know, someone to to step in and, and help out? And like you start off with just a consultation. So someone can just almost just come see you and just talk it through with you. Right. That's exactly what it is. That, and that's the way that I operate at any part of the process. So you call me. It's all confidential. You can pay in cash or by credit card or by check, but nobody ever has to know about it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you just come in and I answer your questions for an hour, and then 
you can leave. And if you never talk to me again, that's fine. We're Facebook friends. That's no problem. But you know, you can, you'll know what you need to know. And then if you ever need to access me in the future, like, Hey, this came up, I take emails two, three o'clock in the morning. Like I said, I'm a mom. So people, I tell everyone at my consultation, you know, it happens, you sit and you talk at someone for an hour and then, of course, you leave, you pick up your, your car keys, and you're like, crap, I forgot to ask that question, and that's all I wanted to know. Mm-hmm. So I tell everyone, just email me, and I'll answer the question, and this way, you know, you can just take a deep breath and kind of go on with your life and leave this part to, to me. And for those who are going to be interested in your services for a consultation to come in and talk to you, how much does something like that run them? Well, my hourly rate is 300 but I charge $200 for my initial consultation. Okay. And then for your listeners, I'm going to give them a $50 credit. Oh, so wonderful. That's awesome. Thank you. On behalf of all the baddies. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and all the baddies <laughs> trying to get out, out of their daddies. Yeah. <laughs> Go see Nancy. Um, yeah, well, just protect themselves, right? So, Nancy, what's like when somebody comes in for a consultation and sit down, like what's the first question that you ask? Like what do you need to know? Just curious. So what I usually tell them is I tell you my little spiel, um, you know, where what the, the ABCs of me and like what they're going to get out of the consultation. And then I tell them to try to relax um, and tell them that I'm going to lead the conversation so I can get their information because so many people come in and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know where to start. We met mm-hmm. when we were 13. And I'm like, all right, don't go back that far for 20 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, ask, I tell them I'm going to ask them pointed questions so that I can get the information I need so that I can properly advise them. And then once I get that, to be honest, the question that I ask is, you know, there's two. The first is, you know, why are you getting divorced or why are you in this situation? Like, why did, you know, the shit hit the fan? Right. And what is the two, cause? What do you want? Like, what is your number one goal? Because in divorce, specifically in family law, um, like 98%, and that's a generalized number over the state of New Jersey, 98% of cases settle. So one of the misconceptions that people have is they think that they're going to go and they're like, the judge needs to know this. Most of the time, the judges aren't making decisions. And that's a positive thing in our realm of, realm of the law because you're dealing with family problems. You really don't want someone that doesn't know you to come in and make a decision about your family. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. So the laws in the state of New Jersey are really geared to push people to negotiate and come to a resolution on their own. And I'm also a trained mediator in the state of New Jersey. So my, I really do focus on trying to get everyone to resolution by settlement. Right. So, um, you know, when I say, what is it that you want? Like, what is your priority here? Some people say, well, the only thing that I want is I want to be able to travel with my kids abroad to see my family once a year. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the other side is being a jerk and you have to, you know, negotiate that and you may have to give up a couple bucks in order to get that. So I try to get a priority list. Got it. I love that. Nancy, do people ever cry in your office? Like when they're. Of course. You... Of course. I, I cry with them. I, I assumed uh, that they go in there and they only cry. <laughs> like I can only imagine this going very like hard and like such a difficult process, but it's almost comforting to know that like. Uh, there are so many men in that industry that like when you're a woman going through it, it's comforting to have another woman who's who you're um, speaking to about this, who's a divorce attorney, because you want them to kind of they have just more just women, have empathy. Just more empathy and yeah. compassion. I was going to ask, do you ever get emotionally attached to your clients and to their oh, stories? So many of my clients are my good friends. I mean, I have so many clients that now like 
were invited to like my baby shower and I'm invited to their kids parties and I have clients that are you know not very wealthy and they have little kids and I like call them on the weekend like please come bring your kids to my pool like you know my (sighs) pool membership I don't want them to sit in the heat you know like so yeah we go through a really uh, like incredible process together and I get divorced 10 times a week but some of these people and most of them and I I hope a lot of them only do it once so Mm -hmm you know, you're really bringing someone through a really serious process. And, you know, there's crying, there's laughing, there's screaming and cursing. And I tell people, I don't have any ego about this. I'm going to go home to my own family. So if you think I'm doing something wrong and you curse at me, I'm okay with it. You're not going to be abusive to me, (laughs) you know, give it back. But (laughs) as long as we have mutual respect, that's, you know, but there's so much of that. It's a very emotionally charged uh, field of the law. I can't think of one that's more emotionally charged. Yeah, especially when there's kids involved. Um, oh, yeah. It's tough. Do you, do you feel like your clients, once they come see you and it's all done, like they're better off, like they're happier, like almost like a weight lifted off their shoulder? That's how I envision it. Yeah, so what I tell people all the time is I don't break up marriages. I just do the paperwork. So people come to me and they're their marriages are already over. In some instances, they've been over for years and they just haven't, you know, gotten the, the, the locomotion together to get out of it. And so that's my job. And absolutely. Yeah. We go through that. And at the end of it, there's always that sigh of relief, even if it's just for conclusion, because divorce takes on average a year. So it's a long process. That's very long. Why? Why is it so long? Can it be settled faster or is it just the paperwork? Yeah, no, no, we can. I mean, there, but people say, how long does it take? Two, two months to two years is the, you know, the lawyer answer. Whoa. But on average, such a stretch. And I come up with that number for a bunch of reasons. I mean, that's the common, that's the common timeline. But also, um, the state of New Jersey sets standards for the court system by which, like the best practice standards by which we have to conclude it. And you're supposed to get the case done in 365 days. Um, But, you know, there's a lag time. You file a complaint for divorce, and then it, you have 90 days to serve the other party. Sometimes mm. you don't want to serve the other party because it's their birthday or your kid's birthday or the anniversary or your kid has a dance recital or whatever. So these things just take time and finesse. And finesse, it. yeah. Um, well, it makes sense now why, like, getting a divorce, it's so expensive because it's not. It's a lot it's of work. a yeah. lot of man hours. Yeah, a lot of yeah. man hours. I get it. Um Nancy, when people come to you, have they already made up their mind? Like, is sometimes are they on the fence when they come to you, and they're like, "Oh, like this might actually be better for me," and then they they make the move. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll tell you that. I mean, okay, so yes, of course, there are people that come to me and they say, just like I like we talked about before, I just want information. I'm not really sure where I'm going, right. uh, and I give them that information, but. For example, I'm very happy in my marriage, and I'm very vocal about it. My husband, I think he's the hottest guy in the world. I think he's the most (laughs) wonderful man on earth. I love him. I've loved him since the beginning. I'm not letting him go. So there's no reason that I would explain options as to if we broke up, what would happen. And I think that when you're doing that, when you dip your toe in that water, you know, you already know that it's over. You, in your mind, have just decided that either you're going to stick around for the kids or... You know, maybe you have a trip planned to Hawaii next year. I'm not being um, judgmental or even saying, like, that's a bad thing. Everybody's yeah. life 
operates differently. And not everyone is lucky enough to have married someone that they really like. So, you know, to love somebody and to like someone is two different things. Is your husband scared of you? No. <laughs> my husband's a divorce attorney, too, believe me. Oh, oh my go. God. These there kids are go. living the lap of luxury. <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's like, could you imagine? Like, I feel like Denny would be shook if I was a divorce yeah, attorney. But that's I'd why they're like- that's why they're like, we gotta make sure about this because I'm a divorce attorney and you're yeah. a divorce attorney, and that's just gonna go crazy. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I think and he says this all the time. I think that one of the reasons that it works for us is because like we don't say the d word we don't threaten it like i know people that they threaten divorce like it's like not a big deal right right? let me tell you it is a very big deal you know so you asked a question about you know are there certain instances where people come and see me and they decide to get divorced because they saw me well you know again i really think that i don't break up relationships yeah just give them the facts of how their case is probably going to resolve nine times out of ten you're not going to do better divorce than you are married because you you know, 101 pennies don't come from a dollar. So unless you live in high off the hug and you guys have millions to throw around and you're not getting your fair share during the course of the marriage, mm-hmm. the chances are you're not going to wind up with more in the course of divorce. Right. Right. I feel like most people stay together through divorce, which is what takes so long because of the kids. Cause they're so back and forth. And they're like, yeah. let's, you know, let's keep trying to work it out and that whole thing. And then it just gets to a point where it gets ugly because they force themselves to stay in it for so long. And then they're like, we should have just done this from the beginning when we saw the problems arousing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that before I had kids, I didn't understand why people would stay in an unhappy situation because of kids. But right. I know, Tracy, you have kids. I've heard from I your do. Past. Three. I'm a fan. And uh, Thank for your you. past podcast. And mm. so, you know, like, I told, my husband and I discussed this before we had kids. And I said, listen, bud, if we ever get divorced, you're staying in the freaking basement for Thanksgiving and Christmas because my kids aren't sleeping outside my house. So you better get right with that. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's funny and cute to say. Oh, but, God. you know, when you have kids, you realize that, like, you're looking at them eat cereal in the morning and my kid's dropping Cheerios all over the floor. I'm like, I'm going to kill you. And then I think to myself, if I couldn't watch him eat Cheerios, I'd be so devastated because he was at his dad's house three days a week, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. They're only little for a little bit of time. And Nance, has that know, changed how, like, up. has that changed your um, having children? Has it changed, like, your, you know, be, like, the way you, you work? Like, you realize how important it is for the, the mother to be with the children? Or, you know, I mean, for families to work it out and co-parent. You know what yes. I mean? Like, now you have a new kind of point of view on the whole thing. Maybe not as, like, I don't want to say cold, but... Like, I think a lawyer cold, yeah, you know what removed. I mean? Yeah, yeah removed. There you go. About it. Absolutely. Like, for example, I had, I remember I had a woman years ago come into my office and she was crying and she's like, because I said to her, I said, listen, at the end of the day, unless dad's like, you know, an, a pedophile in jail, he's going to get parenting time with your kid. Right. So get right with it. I said, every other weekend, go get a pedicure, take a shower with anyone screaming at you. What are you crying about? And she's like, you don't understand. I said, I guess I don't, but you need to get right with it. And now... Well, I still would like to take a shower with no one screaming at me. Um, <laughs> I realized that when you, you know, as a mom in an intact family, me and my husband are constantly like, oh, let's get a babysitter and try to go out for a date night. And, you know, we try to do it once a month. And when we do, it's such an incredible experience for us. 
But we're doing it because we know that we can go home and spend time with our kids together whenever. The idea that, and I don't think anyone can wrap their head around this unless they're in it. The idea that you have this child, it's your child that you're responsible for, and you can't be with them 24 hours a day or when you want to is insane. It's insane to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's for both moms and dads. It's not just moms there. I know a lot of incredible dads that are that their kids are the center of their universe and it's the same for them too. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's, it's a tough subject to, to even discuss. Like I, I don't even know how you do it every day. It's, it's crazy, but it must feel good to help people. And you know, like it's kind of like you're giving people a do over on their lives. Like they get to start over and, and, you know, so are there any situations that you've come in contact with that, um, like you were just saying like that, you know, you're sleeping on the couch for Thanksgiving, like, uh, that people get divorced and are still able to live under the same roof for the kids so that they both can see the kids all the time? Or is that not so something that you've ever... There are absolutely circumstances. Um, and I know the, the circumstances are that, you know, there are certain people that when they're getting divorced, they're so hurt. And there are different levels of... of it's really a grief. Like getting a divorce is the death of a unit the marital unit, you know, and there's a lot of books on it that I've read and a lot of research to be, to be conducted on it. But, you know, when you're married, you are a couple, you know, and, and then when you, it's called uncoupling when you get divorced. So you're grieving the loss of that relationship. Uncoupling uncoupling is a good word. Yeah. (laughs) Even if it was a really crappy relationship, you're still grieving that process. Right. Because, you know, especially in our culture, like the, the, the hope up to getting married, it's, hundreds of thousands of dollars and it takes just as long, you know, a year to plan a wedding and all that other crap. Um, so it's a very emotional process. So there are people that are at different levels of grief or different levels of that process. Mm-hmm. When the emotions are high, it's difficult for people to take a step back and like see the forest through the trees and say to themselves, okay, at the end of this, I have a child and I'm going to be, whether I'm married to this person or not, my significant other, the, the other parent is going to be in my life forever because God willing, your kid's going to give you grandchildren and they're not going to have two first birthdays for your grandchild so that the two of you idiots can like, right. <laughs> come to theirs. You know, you're going to go to their weddings. You're going to go to their soccer games. Right, right. And at the end of the day, you have to come to grips. And I try and I tell my clients this all the time. You have to get to the point where you can move forward in that regard. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you are actually over someone, then you can realize, well, I'm not going to miss my kid's wedding. So I don't have to see this dipshit. Like I'm going to get over it. I'm going to move on. I'm going to be right. friendly. But, and most people can get there on their own. The only, uh, you know, the problem that I have, and it does not happen mostly with my clients. And that's when people hate the other person more than they love their kids. And uh, that doesn't, it hasn't happened a lot with my clients, but that's the thing. That would be me. You know, you just have to focus on it. <laughs> Jessica said that would be me. No, I already know. Like, that would be me. Like, I, like, if, like, I'm, you know, if my husband, like, stepped outside the marriage, like, he's toast for the rest of my life. Like, I don't know how people do it. I guess I don't have kids that can't understand it, but, like, I, and that's why I admire people who do it because it must be so fucking hard because you want to murder that person. 
you know? Well, yeah, but, you know, I think that's where I step in because in that situation, True. God forbid that happened to you. So my position would be, okay, he stepped out of the marriage, so he ruined your trust yeah. and he ruined your relationship in your eyes and it's now it's over and now you have to get divorced. But don't let him ruin your kid's life and don't True. let him ruin your, in, your ability to enjoy your child. So, you know, at that point, it's really just changing the perspective on it. Am I going to let this son of a bitch cheat on me and then fuck up my whole life? No, I'm not. Wow, it's like divorce attorney slash therapist in one. I like it. (laughs) So much. So much. I really, that's totally, I tell people all the time, they come in here, I'm like, I'm not your Girl Scout leader, and they're in-network professionals that are a lot cheaper. So take that and, (laughs) you know, get a bottle of Arbor Mist or something, go talk to your girl. Arbor Mist. No, she didn't. Wow, what a throwback. Look, even the lawyers are drinking Arbor Mist. Come on. No, please. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so... I want to talk about with you, um, what about people who are engaged, okay, and have this happen? So they haven't been married yet. Are they also seeing you, like, to end an engagement? Because, like, what happens with the ring? Like, what happens with yeah, the like canceled who wedding? Who gets the ring? Like, who pays the vendors? Like, how does that work? So... Yes, I absolutely have those clients. Um, and I say, if you have you know, first, my first piece of advice, absolutely blanket advice is if you are having second thoughts about getting married, then do not get married. Period. Yeah. End of story. There's no question in my mind. Unless the millionaire without a prenup, don't get married. That's, That's it. Good advice. That's so good advice. there's no reason to do it. Wait for the, for the right one. Um, but yes. So an engagement is really like a contractual relationship, you know, from back in the day, um, the ring was presented in consideration of that contract. Mm. So someone proposes to you and they give you a ring and they say, will you marry me? You say yes. Then if you get married, you can keep the ring. If you don't get married, you're supposed to return the ring. And there are some exceptions, as there are always exceptions to every rule in law. Um, is it true that if is it true that if you get a ring on a holiday, then it's considered a gift and doesn't count? Or is that an old wives tale? Yes, in the event Mm -hmm. that it's a holiday where you get a gift. So let's say you are... You get to keep that shit? (laughs) Well, yeah, let's say you're Muslim or Jewish or something, and you don't celebrate um, Christmas. You never celebrate Christmas, and you've been together for five years, and you've never exchanged Christmas presents. And you get this ring on Christmas Day. Then no there would be an argument in court to suggest that you never exchanged Christmas presents, so you you didn't give it as a gift. But if, you know, you're in front of your whole family on Christmas Eve and you finally get your present from your boyfriend and he gives you a diamond, then this shit is yours. Men, are you listening? Do not. Not just my engagement. Men, men do not propose on a holiday. It's actually funny. Save yourself. I know jewelers when they give the the ring to guys, when they're picking it up, like they tell them, don't propose on Valentine's Day if you usually give her a gift. Don't propose on Christmas. Wow, jewelers I mean, are sneaky and smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end of the day, the guy's entitled to the ring back. And even if it's Christmas or whatever, you know, if the if the person that gave the ring gets a lawyer and everybody lawyers up, you're going to negotiate. And at the end of the day, the guy's going to get the ring returned. Whoa. And I'm going to say this. What do you want to keep it for? Like, it's bad juju. Send it is. It's true. Back. Yeah. So, you know, don't keep it. That's true. It's That's funny. We've had, like, we've had women, like, write in and say, like, my... 
um fiance is trying to give me his like mother's who's divorced yeah, who's like divorced and i'm like oof get yeah, a new ring get a new ring throw it out <laughs> but you know maybe take the diamond and reset it in a different stone or something yeah for sure <laughs> you know, i agree you don't really want that karma to follow you but they're expensive so maybe your your hubby can only buy you a you know super zirconium or something i don't know <laughs> Uh, yeah. well, set it in a big yeah. setting and call it a day. <laughs> um, Nancy, so if you're engaged and you plan this big wedding and you end up calling off the wedding, who pays the vendors? So, because you know those those vendors get paid no matter vendors what. Vendors are not fucking rats. Rat trap. Can tell you professional experience and personal experience on this one because I actually did this. What? Um, Yes, I actually did this. So I was engaged before and we parted ways and I actually, I was, he was a great guy. I wish him very, very well. And he's married to a beautiful woman and they have kids and I'm married to a wonderful man and we have kids. So, you know, all is well that ends well, but so that is really not, um, that's like contract law. So let's say you go to a vendor and you give them a $7,000 deposit. There's a huge contract, and it's like those four sheets of like a car dealership, yeah. right? Like white, pink, yellow paper. Mm-hmm. So on that contract, it says if you cancel within this much time, like how much of your deposit you surrender. If you um, if you cancel within 30 days and they lose money, like how much money you're going to get back. So if you both sign those contracts, which I guess my advice on this is if you're going to get married and you're going to go through the process of having this big wedding, plan it together and, you know, come up with the money together. And then, you know, one party gets the photographer and the other person, the videographer or whatever, or whatever. So this way you guys are kind of liable for the same amount, but Mm -hmm. also you may want to try to negotiate that in the event, your events is canceled for an unforeseen circumstance, like a breakup or a weather event or a death in the family, that if the venue covers, so they get another event, on that day, if it's a one event venue, yeah, that they will, you know, refund you a portion of the cost. Right. So this way you're wow. the whole thing. That's mm. I didn't know that was an option. My original blanket advice still maintains that if you're not sure, don't get married. But I know. think that's very good advice. I mean, I think that's yeah. the most common sense <laughs> advice for people it's who do hard, not though. have I've any been common in that sense. Position. It's not an easy thing to do, and you're hurting a lot of people, and it's not just you. You know, you're marrying a family, and you have probably had a long relationship with them. So it's really not emotionally easy to end an engagement or to say no, of course, or to end a relationship. And, you know, a lot of times, especially like at our age and people that are a little younger, they date someone for so long. And then the next possible step is to get married. You don't really want to break up with the person because you're not unhappy but you know they're not really the one yeah but then you're like well i'm kind of old where am i going to meet someone i don't want to do online dating like this <laughs> yourself get taken you shouldn't do that because you know then you're you're leaving yourself not open to other better options yes oh my god i said we say this all the time like every second you're wasting your time with somebody is a second you're losing meeting someone new that you actually could yep. fall in love with Absolutely. I mean, and yourself. People don't work on themselves enough. Like, if you can't be happy with yourself, you can't be happy with anybody else. Girl, I love <laughs> that. I, you know, we both know a friend who could use that advice. Yeah. Uh, phone a friend. I, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> um, that's great. Um, last thing I want to touch on with you are prenups. Yeah. Yay or nay? Yay or nay? Um, well... It depends. Um, okay, so I worked her, uh, for a woman who's an old school attorney. She's been practicing for like a million years, and she was a huge bitch. But she gave me some advice when I was a young lawyer and said, how much do you charge to draft a prenup? 
And I said, I have no idea. She said, the cost of your malpractice insurance. Because unfortunately, prenups are very difficult. Now I do them. I'm doing a couple right now. And, um, you know, I think that the goal when you're doing a prenup is to find an attorney that is going to explain to you the law as it relates to the assets that you have and the assets you're potentially going to obtain. What do I mean? So, for example, um, Armando, my husband, um, he owns a condo in Florida where his mom lives and he's owned it for his life. Um, nice. And I, nice. Before we got married, owned a house in Fairview that was my family's house. So those are premarital assets. Mm-hmm. So if you own them before the marriage, then they are likely not something that you have to divide when you get divorced. However, there are laws that make it so that if you guys always paid the mortgage from your joint bank account or you put in a new floor or a new bathroom or uh, made improvements. That all of a sudden you, you qualify. There, then it could make it so that the asset gets somewhat what we call transmuted. So, you know, as far as prenups are concerned, I don't, you know, if you don't have assets that are going to um, be invested in during the course of the marriage and they're premarital, most premarital assets in the state of New Jersey, because we're what's called an equitable, equitable distribution state, are not going to be transmuted into marital property. But I think mm. that if you have a concern about your assets, you should absolutely reach out to an attorney and have a consultation to see whether or not the assets that you have now are subject to or might be subject to division if you get divorced in the future. And so, Nancy, like, in order to get a prenup, you need to have assets, right? Like, that makes sense to do. <laughs> like, well, I'm not getting I mean, a prenup. <laughs> can you think of a situation where you would want a prenup and you don't have any assets? I mean, no, that's not necessarily Does, What about true. Beetlejuice? Is he an asset? Who's Beetlejuice? My, my son, my dog. <laughs> dog? No, I thought it was Jeter Cat. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Oh, Jeter Cat's probably a little old at this point, huh? Mm, yeah, a little bit under. A little bit under. You know, I forget how long it's been since we were in college. It's only like, what, five years since we graduated? Yeah, college. right. Um, <laughs> so, okay, what about Beetlejuice? So, okay. No, but it's actually a, a growing population of people that come in and they're like, oh, and I'm like, okay, what are your issues? What do you want? And they're like, I get the cat or I get the dog. I get the cat. I get the, cat. I get the hamster. <laughs> I've actually had people, I had a case recently where the people agreed that they have a parenting time schedule for the dogs. Yeah. Um, um, what is it called? It. What is it called? Uh, There's a name for it. Yeah. But what is it called? Um, Joint custody. Joint custody. Joint custody. They have a parenting time schedule and joint custody of their of their puppies, their cats, whatever. Listen, my my position on this is is cold. Okay, (laughs) I'm gonna get down to it. I have a dog, Duke. I love Duke. He's the most wonderful doggy in the world. But truth be told, if we got divorced, God forbid, my husband would probably take Duke, Um, and he's gonna be listening, being like, "Hell yeah, fucking take Duke." Are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) Um, But. I'm going to say this when you're getting divorced, it's an awful time in your life. The two of you putting, you know, put your heads together and you know who should take the dog or the cat or the hamster Mm. or the goldfish. I mean, you know, and at the end of the day, especially if you don't have any children holding on to that partner 
and going through a custody battle over the dog <laughs> is only going to impede your ability to move on. And I know so that that's true. cold, and there's probably like animal activists out there that are like, oh my God, what a cold hearted bitch. But at the end of the day, it's real. And I'm not going to, you know, I tell people, I'm not going to fight over your Bob's sofa because it costs you more money for me to fight over him. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, there are millions of dogs and cats in this world that need good homes. Go get a new puppy. You know? True. True. That's great it's advice. Nice, but it's true. Unless you have kids and they're attached to the dog, and then maybe the, the dog goes with the kids. What do I know? Mm. No, yeah, that sounds fair. Different situations. Yeah. Wow, I feel like I I had like a mini school session just now. Yeah, I felt like I learned a ton. <laughs> Nancy, this is an, like an incredible life to live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nancy, do you do you um like are your parents together? Like, do you have any divorce? And I'm just curious if there's divorce like close to home at all. No, actually, I really fell into it. And I just. I think that it's because I love talking to people and I've always been kind of like a mom and a therapist kind of person. Like mm-hmm. people come to me for whatever reason to talk them down. And I think it's really, as I said before, all about perspective. Um, and I just think it may be this too. In this area of the law, it's definitely academic. I mean, we have a, a an impressive amount of case law that and, and, and rules and statutes and all that. But it's also... Um, common sense Mm -hmm. and I like to think of myself as kind of like a down and dirty attorney like we're going to get it done I'm not going to bullshit around and charge you five thousand extra dollars to get to a conclusion that I can get to with two thousand dollars so I like the common sense aspect of it I like to be able to sit down and say to people why are you arguing over you know every other fourth of July like is fourth of July an important holiday Mm -hmm. to you no stop being a dick Let's move on. To <laughs> I like, like that. This is some, sometimes these people need a middle person to step that, in. That's what she does. And just be real. Yeah. And that's real. what most people yeah. need as a mediator. And I do that. I'm more than willing to say to people and I tell them, I, you know, I'm going to tell you if you're being unreasonable and I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I cost money and that's stupid. Don't spend money on me that you could be spending on your kids. So Excellent. that's True. something I try to go by. Nancy, what is, you have a website. Where can people find you if they need you and they want to come in for this console, this $50 off, just mention bad examples when you, when you, when you hit Nancy up, how can we find you? Yes. Uh, so my website is www.nhortalaw.com. N-H-O-R-T-A law.com. N-H-O-R-T-A-L-A-W.com. Or Great. they can call my office, which Crystal is wonderful, and she's always here. And my office is 201-308-5256, and I'm right in Hackensack, across the street from the courthouse. Perfect. Perfect. You got that 201 number, you know. Jersey. That's how we know you're real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to have 201 if you're legit, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nancy, thank you so much for taking the time out of your, like, real-life day. In your court. <laughs> your court. Thank <laughs> you. you. To talk to our little old I podcast. It really applies, because we talked about a lot of gender all good stuff but just in case anybody's listening and then i want to quote like oh but nancy what is that you know i should get x y and z this is general legal advice so <laughs> nobody should take it to the bank unless they give me their specific circumstances <laughs> i give them yeah like, yeah you please, guys this doesn't this don't go do like, not <laughs> rule your life based on this 30 minute phone call <laughs> um well the baddie said that yeah um baddie radio said baddie radio <laughs> All yeah. right, cool. Thank you so much for calling in. I feel like people are going to be, phones are going to be ringing. Yeah, it's very, very enlightening. And, and what you said makes so much sense. Like, yeah, it's do about this the as kids. quick as possible. Move on. Like, leave the drama at home. I love it. 
Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, guys. I'm so Thanks, excited. Thanks, Nancy. You guys are doing a great thing. No, Defy thank you. Defy will. Thanks. Oh my God, you sorority people are so cute. <laughs> the we're the worst. <laughs> the worst. We're the worst. <laughs> right. Thanks, Nancy. Bye. Talk Thanks, soon, guys. Talk Bye. Um, all I could think about the whole time she was talking was that, like, I wish I was a divorce attorney just so I could be out to dinner with Dennis. And if his eyes wandered like a centimeter to the wrong way to another woman, this I'd is be exactly like, why divorce attorney <laughs> that you're not a divorce attorney. <laughs> this is exactly why life did not take you in that path. Taking you to the bank, babe. Denny would be shitting every day. He'd be like, oh, my God, did I walk too loudly? Divorce <laughs> yeah. attorney. Walking on his tiptoes around me. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, right. I would so use it to my advantage. You're the worst. I, all my girlfriends. I'd be just eyeing down all their husbands. Like yeah. I'm watching you. Yep. <laughs> this is why some people choose certain career paths because this was not written in the stars for you. <laughs> no, no, it was not. Oh man, and I'm telling you, like I just can't describe Nancy more. Like we're in the same sorority, but she is like older than me, so mm-hmm. she like kind of like hazed me and was like really good oh at that. Oh my god. But that's, what? What, that's what I'm saying. Like I still have like I fear her. Like I like and that's what I feel like when you take your man to court, like your ex to court, you kind of want someone that like you fear a little Who bit. Who has hazed somebody yes, before. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's got it in her bones. But listening to her, I'm like, wow, she's not like softened up but like she's got children like so she gets both sides of it now she knows how to like destroy someone but in the same breath wow. like it sounds like you know she can be comforting nurturing and give, and yeah yeah it's amazing yeah. i mean good job nancy you really found your Niche. i can't believe she married us in it too it's and so i love great. his name armando horta i know i was like oh, oh shit girl yeah yeah i was like he deserves to be on like a <laughs> uh, like a soap opera or something with that <laughs> yeah. name Oh, I'm taking your ass to court with Armando Horta. Armando Horta. <laughs> <laughs> they both hate us right now, by the oh way. Oh, my God. So I know this episode, we were trying to keep it light and fun. I know divorce is a serious divorce thing. Divorce is so serious. We didn't yeah. want to, like, be Debbie Downers. So we're trying to laugh it off and, like, not make yeah. it so serious and have a good time and whatever. But it sucks. <laughs> Like Tracy, good advice. I mean, you know, divorce sucks, but you know, have a good time. Have a good time while doing it. Well, let's let's end it with this because this is um from Amanda, one of our baddies, and I thought this was a, a really good note to end on. Okay, um, she messaged us and she says, "I just wanted to tell you guys because um she heard we were doing the divorce episode, mm-hmm. right? Um, I just wanted to tell you guys that I've been to hang in there and be the bad bitch that you are. I've been divorced officially a year, June 1st, and it took 11 months for it to happen. It takes a toll on you mentally and physically, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm a single mom to my beautiful three-year-old daughter now and wouldn't change what I went through. I lost 250 pounds. 220 was my ex and 30 was my own weight. (laughs) Wow. I own a house. I have a good job and I've been in a relationship with a wonderful man that makes sure I always orgasm for almost a year now. Divorce sucks, but you know what? Getting divorced does not mean the end. Slow it means, clap. <laughs> it means the Slow beginning. Slow clap into a golf clap. <laughs> Who always makes sure I orgasm. Highlight that right now. It means right now. the beginning of something new and exciting. I hope that these women and men, for those baddie men out there, have a great support system and know that they're not alone. That was really sweet. I'm I, glad that worked out for her. Right? I mean, this and is, the little I babes. think this is how it is for everybody. Like she said, it was, don't listen, it was mentally exhausting. It took a toll. It was but a long there's a light at the year, end of the title. Almost. Yeah, there's a light. Took. Yeah, you know, and and she's and it, look, she's happy now with a better man. Who's she's got a daughter. Like he doesn't care. 
He still makes her come. Yeah. You see? <laughs> Kids and all, she, he still made her come. He still makes her come. And on that note, thank you, Dimly Way. <laughs> thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting us. Even thank though we baddies. say things like come on the radio. Um, <laughs> for those of you guys at work. For those so of you sorry. at work, sorry for getting you fired. We did so good all episode, and then we just threw out the come word. We just, like, it's such so an aggressive casually. word. Yeah, it's horrible. I didn't realize how bad it sounded until <laughs> we said it. <laughs> wonderful um we love, we you, love guys. you guys yeah. rate subscribe send this to a friend who's going through a divorce send it to somebody who's thinking about going through a divorce send it to somebody who's getting married to make sure she really wants to marry them before she ever has to have a divorce yeah like nancy said people that afterwards they they're better they everyone figures yeah. it out you All know right. and i'm sorry but we're the you know may not be the best examples you have we're literally the best you got yeah so sorry but you're welcome Don't forget, guys, new episodes air every Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday. Even though we are not your best examples, Uh, we're the best you've got. So cheers, bitches. Cheers. Rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Hosted on dimlywit.com.